Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our weekly energy shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor and my name is Nicola Ercolani and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update and some energy shots which will also include wisdom, healing, practical coaching tools for your day-to-day life in order for you to link to the higher realms of energies and to bring guidance to your very unique soul purpose path. Hi Matt, how are you this week? Good morning. Well, it's morning for us when we're recording this. I'm very well. It's good to be starting the week with a new energetic cycle and talking to you. It's the first thing I do on a Monday. So, you know, it's always a nice way to start. We love our Mondays, right? We do. Nicole's wearing fuchsia, which excites me. It's a new jumper and it's gorge. Next next year, when we go on YouTube, you'll be able to see her growing range of... like growing colors. jumpers and <laughs> colors and stuff yeah. like that i'm in a basic gray <laughs> amazing yeah so well, shall we kick off so i was going to mention a little bit about the eclipse um so we talked a, a little bit last week about freedom and, and i sort of sort of saying i feel that the so I went back to the chart and there is more. There's a lot of things here about free will as well. So um, what we're seeing in this eclipse is, is um, the dynamic of freedom and free will. So um, we have here Mars, um, which represents will in the chart, is opposite Uranus, which is freedom. Now put them together and you get free will, but it's in opposition. So it always creates a psyche tension. In other words, one or the other, or I can't blend them together. They're two opposite things, right? So freedom and free will are opposing in the chart or coming up in the chart as something that we are reconciling this week. Somewhere we're trying to understand what is the difference between freedom and free will. Now, interestingly, when we go into the month of Sagittarius, well, we are in it, the lunar cycle of Sagittarius, we are in it. We've had the eclipse with Sagittarius in the in the moon appearing in Gemini, which I said last week is all about movement, right? And all about this sort of like uh, ability to expand, to grow, to feel free. Right? And underneath this, we have other things like... Um, uh, we also have the, let me just see my notes, what I wrote down. We also have that the um, the ascendant is going over the great attractor. Now, the great attractor is to be or not to be. And the ascendant is, you know, the rising. So what's possible, what's not possible. Now, that is always free will. As we go into the month of Sagittarius, the Kabbalists say this is the month of miracles. And the attribute, the word Ness to miracles, which are made from the two letters Nun and Samek. Now, also, when you put those two letters together, you get Nus. Now, if you think about a miracle, it's usually people say it's something that was beyond coming beyond logic or beyond nature, right? It was something something so big that it was, you know, beyond the normal realms of the day or beyond the normal realms of what I could think. It was something beyond. 
So here, what's interesting in the nus, so nest is miracles, going beyond nature. And here in the nus, it means in the ancient text, when I go beyond nature. In other words, when I change my nature, robotic self and the way I normally go about things. Now, this is very different to other things because most other philosophies say that miracles come without me having anything to do with it, right? Their basic argument is that it comes from outside of you and you were not an active participant, right? And it's somehow some great force out there or some other person out there or some other piece of nature out there came in unexpectedly and solved all my problems right without me doing anything here cabalistically it couldn't be further from the truth as always right so we are saying that only miracles are activated or sparked when i go beyond my nature which is free will right so i got to go beyond my nature now usually the nature is set by our astrological patterns when we're when we're born we chose those patterns to break free from because they're old patterns that we've inherited from previous lives, right? So again, Kabbalistically, we're not stuck in astrology. We're trying to use our free will to get out of it, to demonstrate mastery, right? This is how we demonstrate mastery in this planet, how we demonstrate we're like a, like a, like a God. We're not one, but like one, right? We can create what we want. But in order to do that, we have to, you know, change our nature, right? So this is the game in this, in this place, right? So that's different to freedom, which is I can, you know, sort of go out and do my things on a daily basis without being, you know, impacted on too much within a, a set of rules and regulations that as a community or a nation or a, a council we agree to, right? It's kind of a more of a mundane thing that I want certain freedoms in my life, right? Either way we look at them, they're rooted in the same thing that I'm responsible, right? We have this, if I, for example, if I want freedom, financial freedom, I have to take a responsibility to build a business, right? If I want the freedom to go and, and love who I want to do, I have to take responsibility to go and fight for those laws, right? There's, there's always some responsibility I have to take on my own, right? So here we're active in the system when we empower ourselves or when we take responsibility for those things right but one is very mundane one percent physical and the free will aspect is where the soul kicks in so the soul's always free right it's always free to do that but it's a choice yeah so here in, in the month of sagittarius we have this light this particular energy called organus now before creation the creator created light and this particular light is called organus and it's in unconditional love, oneness, where we're all in the lovey-dovey stuff, right, that we all aim to be in. But that light at our particular point is too high for Joe Schmo and me, right? It's too much. So when great souls come to the world, they're constantly connected to that light, Yeah. They're constantly there because they can, they're only here for the sake of sharing. They're only here as a vessel. They don't bother, bother with themselves, Right. We can't connect to it because we haven't evolved to it. In the month of Sagittarius, we get a chance to connect to it. And so the way we connect to it is going beyond our nature, being freeing ourselves from our own nature with inside of us. And this starts to unblock all of the things that we see as a blockage in our life. And that's what creates the, the 
right? All of a sudden, all of it's gone. So we're co-creating depending on our own activation. So that's the kind of the kind of feeling that we have at the moment with this moon. It's uh, really fascinating. I experienced this moon um, deeply karmic. Um, this, especially the the eclipse phase, like the one day before and the one day after, like the three days around the eclipse, I experienced it as um, the as a window to to cleanse. Um, like big karma knots like there's some past lives which are like so important to this incarnation of yours that uh you are able like if you if you cleanse this past life you're able to cleanse like five or ten big topics of your this of your life in this incarnation so um, that's how I experienced it. And, and it was like a window open of, of and it, it built up since, it, fe it feels to me it built up since the, this uh, last June um, uh, eclipse season. Right, because the last eclipse season, as we said last week, it needs to have a Sagittarius and Gemini feel to it because that's where the north and south node are. You can yeah. only have eclipses on north and south nodes, right? So all the other astrology that's saying it's Taurus and Scorpio, I get where they're coming from, but you know that's them. It, it, it's not like mathematically correct, right? Um, so that's okay. We're not going to go there. We talked about it last week. So here, um, this is the axis of freedom, and right. Because as I said last week, and we talked about a lot of and a lot of immigration, a lot of, you know, freedom to move is wrapped up in here in this. So it's very karmic. And as you said, it's right. It's right. It is karmic because it's an eclipse. So full moon and new moon, new moons are, you know, powerful in themselves, but they're not like an eclipse where they go deeper into the into like past lives or things you were as a child and really things far back. Of course, they do as a normal full moon and, and new moon, but not obviously, not with the intensity that a car, that a, an eclipse deals with it. Yeah. So you're right. What's also interesting, I just wanted to add because you were feeling it a bit early and after, but actually um what an eclipse is felt eight days before and eight days after yeah. and then of, they always come in at least two sometimes threes right so the next new moon because we've just come out of a full moon eclipse so the next new moon right will also be an eclipse right? it'll be a, a, a right it'll be a solar eclipse so here if you add it up eight days before, eight days after, and then you go eight days before the next eclipse and eight days after, you get four sets of eight, right, with each two. So actually, eclipse periods are about a month. They're 32 days or 31 days. They're about a month a period. And they lay a tone of energy that's, that is injected into the field until the next eclipse. Yeah, that makes right? sense. Very much so, sense. Right. So it sets a tone for a kind of five or six month work. We forget about it. Right. And we carry on with our work and all of a sudden we get our little things. But here I'm very interested in this idea of free will and freedom, both of them being looked at. Particularly, I don't know about 
outside Europe, but on the news this morning when I was walking my dog and I have a coffee at this bar and they leave the TV on and I get my download of what's happening. But the, the headline was uh, Europa says Sierra, which means Europe is closing, right? Which is actually the opposite to what I'm saying. But it's the same as what I'm saying because it's karmic, right? So the people that are feeling the lack of of freedom are actually what they're feeling is the lack of free will and it's triggering something from their past life right we'll all be affected by it some more intensely but somewhere in a past life they be the locked people down or they've locked people in and so those people that are feeling triggered by that more are somewhere dealing with a past life that is really connected to their free will and freedom so they're hitting the streets and they're manif- they we say in Spanish manifestacion and protest, you know, and they're protesting because they're agitated by it more. Um, and the reason for that is because it's karmic, right? And they go have to now fight for freedom because in the past life they probably locked someone in, right? Or they were locked in themselves, but there's some tikkun or karma there, right? So, and that's okay. We all have something. We're all going through something. I'm very compassionate to that. But just to get an understanding. Now, if we go a bit further, um, Saturn is very strong in the MC this week. Saturn is about discipline, restrictions, uh, uh, putting boundaries. And the MC is the public realm. So here in the week, right, that all of these things that are starting to happen about new conversations of lockdowns, particularly in Europe, where we know we've had in the history a long time of that. So we are looking at public realm, lockdown, restrictions, right? And that brings up the karmic issues in the public realm around freedom and free will, right? So we will see this um, be, be be a particular topic. Um, over the next six months. Um, so that, that's kind of why I feel that there is a, a little bit of a shift, you know, in towards um, lockdowns, confinements, regulations, rules, because Saturn is, comes in and it does that. But Saturn is also the, the planet of responsibility. So here we're going through something around responsibility in order to trigger our free will. What am I responsible for? What have I got to change in my my own nature, what have I got to cleanse out of my own system in order to break free of these kind of rules? So it ultimately it empowers us, but I, we have to do the work. We can't like keep thinking it's outside forces doing it to us. In the 1%, it is, right? I get it. And we have to be aware of that and we have to be vigilant to that, right? And what is fair and what is not fair and all that sort of thing. I get it. But there is something else because the timing of it is just to particular to say it's just governments locking it down which in one case it is but there's also something bigger going on yeah without without having conspiracy theories like it's very obvious that at the moment um on a worldwide um, basis even it's not even only europe it's um i've seen this weekend a lot i mean and i really mean a lot of protests all over the world if it's in rome or in germany or in england or in sweden or in australia or in canada or in america or that like there is at the moment a movement of 
I think that there's one part of, of the energy that is closing down into hmm. more control, more um, less free will, uh, more hmm. um, government authority. And then there, but there, hmm. on the other hand, there is this, this um, other movement and those are the people that are protesting of expansion, more harmony, more like, and it's really fascinating to see like, what what that is basically is it's a very very placative way of showing duality like we're living on a dual planet they're both yes. they're all the, the the two energies like there is the the, the dark forces the black the the controlling then the, the closing down this then the, the narrowing energy and then there is the expanding harmony blah 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 energy and What's like, I think what's really unique at this certain time that we're currently like living in is um, we all have those dual systems within ourselves. And usually like before two years ago, we, we, we did, we know, we knew that everybody had it, but it wasn't shown. And now with the Corona and with uh, all the, the, the government uh, decisions they make and the the vaccine and non-vaccine like all of it what it shows very clearly is how do people stand within themselves like what what are they eager of receiving and it's very fascinating it's like it's almost like the planet shows off its duality in each and every single person mm -hmm but it does it's very interesting um in that and if you think about it um at least astrologically this kind of uh sagittarius south node mercury north node it always they're in a sign for 18 months and then we go to a new karmic destiny with yeah. a, a karmic destiny changer for the planet right it goes into the next one if you think about the first lockdown which was before this we were all clapping for it <laughs> we're all cheering it clapping the nurses clapping the the institutions maybe nicole not she's nodding no but it, most people were clapping for it yeah. um <laughs> yes and we're all like thanking nurses for their extra hours and the amount of people that were dying and all of that and then comes in the sagittarius south node the north node thing the north node gemini and that's when the, the thing shifted. It's exactly the moment we shifted in terms of what's going on with my freedom and that's what's going on with my free will because then we had a little bit more after the summer and everybody was not clapping anybody, right? Mm -hmm. So it's here that we see that there is a duality, like, well, it's all light really, but what's it pressing on? That's what our, my argument is. What is it pressing on if, if we're triggered by something? It's something karmic, right? And so all the karm, all the sort of eclipses have had something to do with these north nodes. And so it's bringing up, uh, you know, whatever it is, we can't see the result of it yet. Now that the north node, south node is kind of at the end of 18 months, right, it gets to the heavier point, right, before it goes into the next sign, it really brings up more and more to cleanse out. So we will see, you know, more, more protests about this issue of freedom. But it's not just people if you look at trucks you look at um ships you look at product movement 
you have empty shelves in the United States right now. It's kind of wow, you know, that's the most one of the you know one of the places you'd least expect to see it because there's no movement of product, right? Um, the, the 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 shipping companies are, are stuck at the port. Then the ports are stuck at getting things out, and then the trucks are stuck because we don't have enough. It's the same happening in Britain. We're about to experience it in Spain. It's already happening in many parts of Europe, even in Poland, which we sort of joke about, you know, as being Polish truck drivers. You know, so even there, they can't move product, right? So it's not just people. That's why you know we can talk about governments and all of that, and yeah. As I said before, we've got to be vigilant and aware and what they're doing is fair, right, in, in, in equal to what is happening. But it's not just people. We have a whole logistic movement of things and we're running going to be food and things for Christmas. And, and, and you know, people see this. I'm not just sort of like taking it from the news. This is what I hear. It's always slowing down. And so we're really looking at how things shift and how things move. And it can only be to the degree in which I'm shifting or which I'm moving in my spiritual work will I see that impact in the outside world to take back that responsibility. Now, of course, we need to protest and manifest and all of those things. It's a, it's a human right. right? Um, but to really shift it energetically we have to go in we have to look at what's what am i blocked where am i not moving and change our nature as well like to change something inside of me will shift the external reality i was go back to this great example that i heard from one of my teachers about if you think about how many people started the virus it won the version one person started the virus one person had it and it spread right so here we can really take a if we want to take a lesson from it, like what's the impact of one person? You know, okay, that's a, that's a huge chaos. What the person, <laughs> the first person, and it shut down everything, and now heaps of people have died, and we are doing a lifestyle that's different, and we don't like it, and whatever. But it was started by one person, so it's to really understand here the impact of one person and the impact of changing our nature within sets a, a huge energy shift in this reality that can really move. So during this month of Sagittarius and this eclipse and the way that the planets are right now, I really encourage people to really look at one thing you want to change. What's one thing that you blocks you that you feel you want to overcome? I know it's for me sadness, right? I want to re remove sadness out of my, out of my, you know, well, I can't remove it completely, but I want to take layers off, right? So that I can come with more joy and appreciation. So that's my contribution to it. So it's about looking inside and seeing what is something I can commit to that unblocks me will therefore see an unblocked reality. I think that's a really interesting um, approach to go with it. I probably have another one. Um, in Kundalini Yoga, we have this beautiful teaching that there's the negative mind, which is like, you know, the darker energies and the denser energies, the energies that want to control things, etc. And then we have the positive mind, which wants to have fun and da, 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 you know, the pod, like say yes to everything. So the negative and the positive mind, like the negative mind is also... Um, it, it really wants to to make sure that you're not dying from what you do which is actually nice but then the negative mind was fed in the last two years so heavily with most of the people because trauma is is stored in the negative mind 
So this brings you into a fight or flight mode. And um, that makes you not very smart because the, when, you're, when you're in survival mode, you cannot think because it's in a different area of your brain. So, um, and then, but in Kundalini, we also have the neutral mind. And the neutral mind is the place where you observe what the information from the negative mind and the information from the positive mind and um, like whatever's coming up as emotions or as thoughts, whatever. And then you're, you're in a neutral mind, you're analyzing that and then you're making a decision from a neutral place. And that's actually the place where peace is existing the peace within and the problem at the moment is that people are like for everyone which is conscious and I mean I mean we have a lot of listeners that are on this path of you know waking up and being conscious and you know all of that so be aware that no matter if you're more um for the vaccine, for closing downs, for QR codes, for batching in everywhere where you go, or if you're against vaccines, against batching in, more freedom, like no matter what sides you are, be aware that you're feeding off the other side with your energy. So that means the more people that are going into this, oh no, we cannot do that. This is not the right thing to do, da, 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 on both sides. It also needs more energy on the other side because it's a dual planet. Duality requires by law that it's balanced. So there is the dark forces and the light forces, the constructive, the destructive energies. No matter which side you're playing on, you're enforcing the other side to get as much energy as you give in. So if you really wanna change something, go within yourself and live and work as much as you can in your neutral mind and this is that in kundalini yoga we do that with meditation with some yoga uh, and like having the the possibilities to to decide what you download as thoughts and then you're no longer playing in the game of the dual of the duality. And that means that there you're really holding a special vibration in, in a situation where both, it's like when two kids are fighting, like no matter what side you're on, like it's not smart to fight with one or the other because then they will need another kid to fight. It's be more like Switzerland, be neutral. Yeah, it's <laughs> Switzerland is our answer. No, Forget all the spiritual not. texts. They're really not. <laughs> let's, let's be very clear. They're not neutral at all. I don't, I don't, I don't want to undermine um, Nicole's very good point by making a joke. Um, so, uh, she, and, and Colleague, uh, absolutely, like it's, it's through the balance that we're all aiming to achieve, we're getting a position of balance, harmony, peace within, right? And that takes work all right and so we're looking to move towards that and that was what we will see on the outside world eventually um this idea of of really being aware of your mind is really good because we are going into gemini rising time so this is means the next few weeks we will see gemini rising so we 
loads of Sagittarius Gemini energy with the with the nodes coming to an end, with the eclipses happening now, with the rising. So this whole thought, the whole consciousness piece, is really where I need to set my intention. So and then that informs the mind and the body and the speak. Right. So here in the place of balance. Um, and Kabbalists would agree that the balance is when you're in balance mode, you're connecting to the greater mind, right? the, the, the universal mind. It opens a space. Even science agrees that now if you're under stress or you're in lack, that you can't, you're only connecting to your 1% mind, your logic, right? Here in the chart, Mercury is sextile in Pluto. Pluto is uh, sort of the soul, represents the soul in Kabbalistic astrology or comic astrology. It represents transformation, growth, uh, where I uh, uh, go into darkness in order to reveal light, right? Go into my negativity in order to heal something, go into that place. And Mercury is the logical mind. So here, the sextile is uh, an activation of positive energy. So here we can activate, you know, a lot of like great thought through balance, through peace, through harmony. It's to stay centered as much as possible and to share. So once we're in sharing mode, like not busy, so busy with ourselves and our worry and our panic and all of those things that Nicole said about the, the, the negative reactions to things. But once I can come out of that and kind of be more an observer place, then I get an opportunity to share. And so this Pluto energy is always the transition Transformer. It's the Lord of the Underground, right? It goes in deep. So it's going to go into your subconscious in order to reveal like more things that you can reveal consciously that are better for you. So it's a great week to do, you know, as Nicole said, some things that really help you uh, go in and connect to that Pluto uh, Mercury energy, which give you a transformational thought process right around it so that you can see or you can think or you can speak or you can act from a, you know a transformed place which is therefore going in and transforming your nature which therefore you start to speak differently the word abracadabra it's a funny word because we just said i don't know in switzerland when you're growing up did you have cartoons with the word abracadabra in it yeah, right. So it's this Kabbalistic word, an Aramaic word, and it means what I speak is what I see. So if I'm speaking to something, I'm going to see it more. So if I'm like, even if I'm complaining or trying to get it out of my system is what we're trying to do when we go into that mode. It's exactly what Nicole says. It adds more energy there. So here, what we're doing is we're speaking to what we want to see, right? So this is the free will, right? My aspect, because once I start speaking to, I can do it. I am able to it to do it. I am this. I am that. We start speaking to that, which is not what we do in Europe. We usually downplay things, right? We dress rehearse the tragedy. Even if things are going well, it's going all at the end. We say, "Well, I don't know. We'll see tomorrow." <laughs> We're always a little bit humble like this. We don't want to like put ourselves out there too much, but energetically this is this is a like a not a great thing to do culturally we're kind of tuned in like this right but energetically what we're doing is we're we're not manifesting out what we want to see in the reality so here it's like i think i'm going a bit cosmic again but never mind i'm trying to bring it back to practical here is to be very very mindful right that we speak to what we want to see right and don't speak to what we don't want to see 
Um, and so once, whatever that is for you, because you're in your own mode, right? So whatever you want to see more of, if you want to see more freedom, you have to start saying, I'm free to go to the shop. I'm free to go to my terrace, if that's as far as you can go, right? But you have to start speaking to that. And that opens the space. If we start speaking to what we don't want to see, we abracadabbering more of that, right? So here, this, this whole thing about freedom and free will is the, the free will is the ability to change the nature. And the freedom is the ability to really like speak to what I want to manifest in this reality by speaking to it, not to the opposite, right? And and it goes back to what Nicole was saying about the two kids, you know, which one are you fighting? You're sort of ultimately fighting both. But ultimately, also, what we do when we come from our own balance and peace and we start speaking to the things we want to see in the reality, more right from the positive place, that sends angels into an angelic intelligence, energetic intelligence into the realm and starts to create that reality. Mm, and I feel to say one more thing to that. Um... You know, I think in the spiritual community, there is a huge um, uh, misconception of I am the creator of my reality. So like some people are like, oh, yeah, I just have to I just have to write it down for once or just like like last night, there was this huge Pleiades thing going on for all the witches, which they have seven wishes for the year. I don't know if you knew. Um, I know it. Well, the Pleiades were very close, the, the highest uh, on the highest point uh, towards Earth, and that's where the witches are um, having a night at midnight, where you can make seven wishes and you do your witchcraft thingy, and then um, the, the the things are coming into reality. Uh, the very fascinating thing for me in the spiritual community is like people think that it's enough to write it down for once and then the, the universe needs to show up. And that's not how I experienced it. How I experienced um, I am the, the master of my uh, reality is with co-creation. Like yes. I yeah. have, to, I, I do set a goal. I do set uh, where I want to change. I do set what I want to see, but then I act on it. <laughs> like it's mm, not doing right. it from itself. <laughs> well, like, it, it takes it back to our beginning, you know, like, where we got to take responsibility for that. Yes, yes. it's so important. Mm. It's like you want to have a new partner. Well, you have to go out and date some people in order to find someone. Like the, the, yes. the the probability that someone is just showing up on your doorstep is quite low. Like I, I don't say it's impossible, but it's quite low. You want to create financial freedom. Well, you have to move your, your ass to do that. You have to create mm. something. You have to like get a new job or, or build a new product. Like whatever you need to do, you do it. You try things and you see whether they work or not. And if they don't work, fair enough, then you try something else. But this is not creation in sense of it's a very young uh, very young soul aspect when you think that you just write down a sentence you and you put it out there and then you're not doing anything like yes that's fine advanced souls understand that it's co-creation that you mm. have to move towards that direction so that's what i wanted to say that's right we had well we had that whole thing with the vision board 
<laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? It was like yeah. you put a vision board and you just I look never at did it. That. Will it be? <laughs> yeah. And everybody's yeah. vision board was the same, right? It was with the yacht, uh, with the fancy house, with the nice looking guy, uh, and everyone's was the same. And I, I don't really see that as a reality this is at the moment. Yeah. But so we know that doesn't work. Of course, co-creation does where I'm responsible, it goes back to activating a miracle in my life by changing my nature. But in other words, it makes complete sense. If you keep doing the same thing over and over, you get the same result, right? You have to change your nature about the way it is. The only way that the, the outside world can manifest is if that's a result of what we're doing, right? So we have to change the nature to, to do that. So if right and i go back to the main theme of the chant the theme is freedom and free will if i'm feeling it and there's no reason why some people will and some people won't we're all seven billion people so there's different experiences if i'm feeling completely in my flow and i'm choosing my reality and, and co-creating like we all said to the my optimum ability right you have to really think about that <laughs> then you're there I doubt even 7 billion people would, and one would say <laughs> that they're completely there. So we all have work to do, right? We have to, we have to shift something in our own senses of freedom. And I mean that by, let's say a person works in the room and your immediate responses to that person are one thing, right? You're not free. You are not free. You are completely at change to that person. Your reactive system is completely completely a chain so when you break it down the very practical things we're not free the dog box i react in a certain way every time <laughs> i'm not free right um so you even at the practical level um i know i've got to water this and i haven't done it for two days because i can't be bothered and I'm gonna do it now after having said it <laughs> but i'm not free because i'm not procrastinating Right. I'm stuck in that so you look at yourself on a very you, you don't have to look at these big things that happen you can do but you you look at yourself on a very practical level about what you respond to what you react to little things your mom walks in the room your stomach clenches uh your dad walks or your dad disappeared or was never there and you get a a, a tight forehead whatever it is you know think about it how do you react how do you respond to these things that you continually do in the same way we are not free the goal here in this world is to be a creator and the goal is to keep changing evolving transforming growing learning and healing on a never-ending beautiful journey that is up more and more and it's only through these pressures whether they're national or in your home or right in front of your face whatever they are they're all the right pressures we need to grow under so, you know, so they're all from the light in the end, but how we react to them could be, as Nicole said, very dual. <laughs> yes. And we need, all need to look at ourselves this, over these next five or six months. And really, even if we just did one thing I'm now free of, I'm now free of not being so angry at this person. I'm now being so frightened at my boss. I'm now free of like whatever, whatever, yep, is you. Do it because it all adds up to, you know, a whole you do one nicole does one i'm doing one about my sadness 
Um, and all our listeners, which are up to about 60 or 70 at the moment, maybe more, I haven't asked Nicole in a while. That's all now 70 things in the reality that's free that could shift the whole freedom thing and to get things moving again. One person, as I said before, started the bloody <laughs> started this bloody thing. One person can end it, right? By a change in nature. I firmly believe that, you know, I really firmly believe that in this been uh, in my mind that if I do my one thing, I can help in some way. Maybe I'm not like doing one thing enough and there's out people out there better than me and they can change it, but I'm going to do my little bit. And if we can all agree to do our one little bit of where I can be a little bit freer. Yeah. Just in, in my little like water cooler area, I call it the water cooler, you know, where people gather, it's just like my little local spot, a little bit at my desk or a little bit in my family. I'm not going to quick cries. I'm not going to get like tense. <laughs> just whatever it is, be free of that. And that will kickstart the movement. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of that. And I feel it's like, for me, like, I, often hear from my clients like oh okay I, i'll teach them my techniques and i teach them like how to work on your on your resonances on your triggers and uh, for me the triggers are the way to see where where i have to work on next right so this is how i maneuver myself within my reality so and then they're like yeah okay and then and when i'm done then what do i do then well, you're never done. No, it's, we're it's still in the body. We're still, it, yeah. It, and just to say to that, like, like I had a, I had a ridiculous reaction to something earlier on this week, and I reached out to Nicole and I took, <laughs> and I actually took the messages out and she said, "Are you okay?" And it was like, "No," because I've had this reaction. I was like, "Oh, but I, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll get over it." But she then probed me to, to look at it. Um, and so I, you know, I was avoiding, I was in avoiding mode and I'll just, you know, just calm myself down. But she really probed me to look at it. And we did like, she really did sort of healing on me. And it's just like taking it all out of the system. Not just, not, it wasn't about the thing so much. The, the thing was the thing, you know what I mean? It was just a trigger. It was yeah. really about the, all the reactive system, right? But in our mind, where it's so at odds with the thing outside of us, really, it's just a fleeting moment in an endless <laughs> reality. But it's the, the trigger we need to look at inside and go in there and say, why is that bothering me? Get the trigger out, get the point out, and then we won't be bothered by it so much. It was wonderful. I encourage anybody who's listening, if whatever it is that just triggers you in the next few months or so, you know, if you're looking for someone to help, Nicole is amazing at this stuff, both, you know, both in the mind and also the energy. She's ripping it all out, getting rid of it, and, you know, not all of it, obviously, but to the amount that which we can handle for our next level, which is fantastic. And I felt, felt great. I didn't even remember what the point was I was reacting to after. <laughs> it's so clear as a system. So really, yeah, like, um, very good like this. Thank you so much. And you have to remember that Nicole speaking in a fourth or fifth language. So she probably, <laughs> it's, so she probably, you know, even that is a miracle that she can do that. But like, um, you know, so maybe on the podcast, it doesn't come across quite the way. I mean, it does. I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense. But just that in session, when you do it with her, she's working on a whole other level that you feel very clearly. I'm here in Barcelona. She's there in the top of the mountains with <laughs> in Switzerland. And I'm down here in the sea in Barcelona. And, you know, feeling actually 
actually physically all of that energy shifting and moving and it was all down the side of my face where I hold all of this old memory that I don't want to I don't want to react to the little trivial things all day I want it out right but there was a moment if it wasn't for Nicole pushing it was a moment where I'd say oh you know I'm spiritual I'll just avoid it and you know I'll just go and rebalance myself and I'll forget about it but actually the avoiding is very you know, part of the ego is just tricking us from get, ever being free of it. So, you know, sometimes we, we're human beings, we're, we're subjective about ourselves, right? We'll just say, I can do it myself, or it's really not a big issue. And that is always just a little bit of ego that we creeps in just to take us off getting another level of our freedom. Yeah. And I feel to say, like, you know, all we experience around ourselves in our reality is serving us to realize what's within. Like, what is my belief system within subconsciously? You are not conscious of it, so you don't know it. So the thing people around you do, they play a theater role for you in order for you to realize what is my belief system what is my behavior pattern what are my subconscious thoughts about myself about my reality and that's what they're reflecting if you wouldn't have the let's say for me um let's say i don't have a boyfriend at the moment so um in my th this shows that there must be some thought pattern which is deeply distrusting men it must be because if not there would be men around right so like everything that that is showing like it, if it's if there's no one around you and you don't want someone around that's good for you i mean <laughs> but if you would like to have a relationship but you're but you're not even attracting someone that that gives you any kind of um, any kind of affection or interest or whatever this must be you it, there must be something within you that believes a certain thing so the world around you is a direct reflection of what you feel believe have experienced as trauma in your inner world and that's how we, that's how I maneuver my healings as well. Like, it's only about realizing what is triggering what and why did I have to experience this again? And th that's very, it's deeply healing because I teach, like, I teach all my clients how that works and that so they can do it at home by themselves with over time, you know, when they experience it a couple of times in sessions so i teach them how to do it so they they do it at home by themselves because i believe that you need to be a sovereign human being you need to be a grown-up human in order to maneuver yourself through time and space so yeah there's one last point on our list that you wrote down do we have time yes of course Okay, so this is the kind of Venus. It's always like a nice way to finish with nothing to do with what we're talking about. It's a whole other energy packet. It sort of creeps in. And Venus is about love, relationships, you know, all the things that we would go to Nicole for. 
right? <laughs> she's got her own process. It doesn't mean she can't, like she can heal, but that doesn't mean she's like perfect. She's got her own process, right? She just admitted that. So, but that doesn't take anything away from her as a healer, right? So uh, she can do it beautifully. So Venus here is about love relationships, how I balance myself, resources, all of those things, right? And here in the chart right now, it's out of bounds. Last week, Venus was like, in an angle like seven planets okay but particularly here it's sextiling mars which means that all of the of the of the will of mars and all of the energies of venus i'm feeling strongly right i'm feeling like i move better in the in the earth dimension right things like relationships finances my physical health and not my spiritual health, Venus is your physical health, and um, being able to balance and restore, right? Venus is the energy for balance and harmony and restoration in our system, right? So I have the will to do that. A sextile is something that I must, which is the um, angle it's on, is light energy, it's positive energy, but I must activate it, right? Which takes us sort of back to what we've been talking about. I must activate activate those from my own will right now it also what venus is doing out of bounds it means it's being more venus i've got more potential for relationship more potential for finances more potential for physical health which is all the things we're particularly right now and more potential for balance and harmony and restoration with this mars it adds more will so if I choose to be very desirous, very passionate, very excited about that, I'm going to open that space and it's trining Uranus. Venus is trining Uranus. Uranus is always about freedom, but out of the box freedom. Venus is not the out of the box energy, right? Venus is energy that keeps us going in the same box right? so but also it, it stabilizes uranus from being too radical and rebellious and just ridiculous right going out too far right so the two things can work well together in being like uranus i'm breaking out of the box and doing something different in order to do that but sometimes rebels they become like sol solitude people people too far out from them you know what i mean so the venus kind of keeps you in an area where you're you're not going to be too radical about anything too too offbeat about anything that it's like missed the mark so they're really trining each other means that i can do things outside of the box that will really create a magic to get things moving again in my life regardless of what all of this maneuvery stuff is going on in the system i can still maneuver over that right so this is the potential it's a nice like cherry on the <laughs> to finish with you know that one of these things is still available to us, is still there in the system. It's it's the organ who's light. It's all concealed, but I want to reveal it. And by doing that, I need to be outside of my nature, but not a rebel, not like, a you know, not so out there that nobody understands me. So there are people like that, and that's okay. And maybe they're needing to come back in a little bit. But just out of the box, something out of the different, do something different, right? Even go to work in a different place. Or if you work at home, change something maneuver something get something energy moving out of 
And then that will encourage you to do something more inner nature that's out of the box, right? Mm. And so this is the this is the, the the energy to conceal and and really like take in and think about like how can I change my nature? What can I do differently? What is out of the box for me? If there's blockage there, then we do the, the work, the energy work to shift that energy work so that I can do it, right? But the idea is to get like non-conformist without being ridiculous, but, you know, doing something in my own personal box, out of my own personal realm, out of my nature that is different, right? Wear colorful sweaters. And that's, that's the, yeah, wear future sweaters, <laughs> right? Nicole is way out of her box. Totally. She's got so many colors now. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Mm. So the out of the box thing, what comes to my mind in this is I had a meditation last Friday. I did a meditation. And um, what I realized was that um, my companies were like, when I was in a meditation, uh, Ali Vision was standing right in front of my nose. And my other company, my healing company and where I sell art was on the right side of it. So I was like really faced by two companies like in this meditation. And then uh, what I could achieve during this meditation was putting those companies outside of my auric field. So I had space for myself again within the auric field. And Mm -hmm. maybe also this could be like, the thinking outside of the box thing like when you're having some things that are for example constantly right in your face i don't know uh whether it's you want to have a relationship like me me in your face like yeah like whatever it is like if something is right in your face all the time try to distance yourself from it more like Put those things outside. Put it, put it further away if you can, and get some distance. In 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 therapy sessions, you would call it you dissociate from the from that. You're not taking it as full full reality or full truth. You're dissociating, and you're like then you're opening up the realm for it thinking outside of the box or feeling outside of the box even if you're you don't want to do like change a lot of things in your day-to-day life that that's like something that came to my mind for that so maybe yeah it's great yeah very good i'm finished (laughs) me too all right (laughs) okay cool (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening everyone we highly appreciate your your voices and your being with us um Mm. if you love what you hear um we're back next week and if you want to learn more about us um we have home pages and we have a lot of articles on li vision matt gives some amazing meditations on my li vision and i give kundalini yoga if that's something we have seven day free trial and um yeah have a great day guys thank you so much bye bye lovely having you with us at alley talks would you like to know more about empowered spirituality whether in business or for your personal life 
Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.